0: أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Let us begin as usual with a silent recitation of Surah al from deep within the heart asking Allah with a pure intention to place His nur and His knowledge into our hearts, inshaAllah. right. as we proceed, uh, this is I believe session number three. I've been getting uh, quite a few questions from some of the listeners and students, random questions here and there. So I thought it would be a good idea to address those questions right from the beginning. Alissa, as we proceed, your benefit from the seerah is more solid. On On the same note, I encourage all of you to ask questions when you have doubts. Wide Yani especially in this day and age, there's a lot of confusion, a lot of doubts. And uh, I don't promise I'll have all the answers, but I promise that I will, if I don't have the answers, I will check with my teachers and bring the answers to you, inshallah. So you have access to this, make use of it. في, uh, there's nothing to be shy about. You, know, you have every right to know and every right to question. And uh, inshallah, we'll be addressing some of these questions, are actually quite tough. But, you to the seerah and the seerah and You can go to Jarir bookstore now. Alhamdulillah, I'm Jarir, I'm Bahrain. You can just pretty much, there's tens of different kinds of seerah books English, uh, Arabic. You have ad, uh, like advanced seerah books, you have uh, basics for kids and stuff. So you can get that knowledge, but what we're trying to do here is relate and connect Sirah to our lives, inshallah. So we'll address some of those questions. One of the doubts that I felt are still there for some of the students is Sirah and history as we know it, history in general, can be distorted. In it is transmitted to human, through human beings. And so how can we trust it? Can we really trust it? ف يعني ابيكم تفكرون شوي اند الله سبحانه يقول في القران الكريم انا نحن نزلنا الذكر وانا له لحافظون طبعا الذكر here, many people think it is limited to the Quran but as we know it na yani al Quran by itself as a book of theory طبعا it, it has its place and it's a miracle in and of itself but at the same time, without the Prophet's example, without his teachings, without his practical implementation of the Quran, we wouldn't have the full picture of the Deen. And so, as we said, I think in the first lesson, the, and the Quran is, emphasizes this over and over again: <speaking in Hebrew> How could it be that Allah preserved the Qur'an but didn't preserve the teachings of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? A simple example. When you have famous people around you, celebrities, very important people, it is very very natural and human nature for you to record their quotes and to record them and to memorize them and sometimes even write them down and we do these things with our with the famous people around us with influential people around us and it was Allah's plan and there will be an entire generation of Sahaba who will have those pure hearts and the intelligence and the love for the Prophet to be able to memorize his sayings and his actions and all of the teachings that he gave and then the Sahaba would pass it on to the tabi'een and then tabi Tabi'in, tabieen and most of it has been transmitted through heart by the way they were extremely good at memorization and that was the primary source of Preservation of, of uh, ilm. It wasn't writing, and writing makan wide Mu'tamad Very few people knew how to write. If we quote celebrities today and we are impressed by their sayings, wouldn't they have memorized as much as they can? Wouldn't they have dedicated their lives to preserve all these يعني, wisdom of knowledge and all of his actions and all of his? Uh, sayings and commands and teachings. Of course, these are all gems. صَحُّ ولا لا. Another thing is, if you think that the Qur'an it's in and of itself is sufficient to sunnah, we can pretty much ignore it completely. Which by the way, in, in this day and age, there's a new trend. It's not new, it's been there for many years. And, uh, يعني يسمونهم People who just follow the Qur'an and the, for them sunnah is disregarded and they just follow the Qur'an because they don't trust the sunnah. If you thought that way, then for you the Prophet ﷺ was nothing but a delivery man. His job was to deliver the Quran and that's it. He has no other significant role to play in the deen. It's like you're disregarding everything he said, everything he taught, all the examples that people had to follow. اتباع الرسول demanded that we have his history preserved. Is it 100% preserved? I wouldn't say yes, right? But is there a, a very meticulous and yani, uh, very well thought of system in place to ensure maximum authenticity? Yes, it's called علم Hadith and there are scholars who have dedicated their lives to preserve these, this this uh, this part of the the sharia and this part of the deen ilm hadith mustalah al hadith there is also ilm al rijal these are all diff- very very detailed sciences that sometimes yani we we uh, discount and we don't give that's actually uh, it's عيب يعني, لأن, uh, just like when it comes to for example getting a heart surgery done would you go study or would you go get your heart treated with someone who studied medicine on YouTube what would you do you would ask the most professional and you would ask for testimonies and you'd ask for pre- people who have experience and the someone who's graduated from the, some of the top colleges then we appreciate the institution of medicine the institution in place that we tr- we have to trust do we tr- do you trust doctors 100% but do you trust them enough to allow them to do a procedure on your heart you need to, you need to. But it's impossible to trust someone 100%. Do I trust my wife 100%? No. But do I trust her enough to share my life with her and to have children with her? Yes. So, you cannot trust other human beings 100% but you can trust them enough to deal with them, to have a relationship with them. So, in that sense, preservation of hadith is an institution. And scholars throughout history, over the past thousands of years, have dedicated their lives to preserve it, And there's a whole science behind it that, يعني, صراحة, if you were to go into it, you would be your it will blow your mind on how much detail they went through. It's like a very, very detailed auditing process where they check every single narrator of the chain of the hadith. And if there's any sort of weakness in his memorization skills or in his character, they they disregard that chain. there's a lot of emphasis on all of these things. And so um, the sunnah is it's, it's complementary to the Quran. A lot of people might question and say, yeah, but يعني Beshar. Again, Allah took it upon Himself to preserve this, oh, yani Allah would, would fulfill His promise. And, uh, the, in another ayah When the Prophet ﷺ says this from the verse of the Quran, the deen is complete and we do to say the religion was incomplete and we need to add new things and we need to deduct certain things and we to omit certain things that are not applicable to our times. And a Sunnah, especially things like Salah for example, how, how did we learn how to pray? Is it found in the books of the Hadith, you think? It's very difficult to figure it out from hadith books. In fact, the Prophet said, صَلُّوا Salah has been brought to us or we've been imitating it visually through imitation. Literally, you see, like my son, Dallah, how did you learn Salah? Yeah, you saw me pray and you imitate me. But right? Fas- I saw my father pray, I saw my mother pray and we all, we've been seeing our, our parents and our parents have seen, are seeing their parents and it's just been taught that way down. ف... Uh, similarly, things like zakat. How would we know how to pay zakat? It's a pillar of our deen. How would you know from the Quran that it's 2.5% of the wealth that's been accumulated uh, for a year? You wouldn't know unless you had the hadith. You wouldn't know how to uh, do hajj or umrah. Right. The Prophet was the example and the Sahaba would observe, they would record, they would memorize and they passed it on to the best of their abilities. There is also the Baraka of Allah's support for these Sahaba to preserve it so that it comes to us in the most purest form possible. Uh, any any comments okay the hmm. okay? Exactly, لي <Y> so there's different categories and i'm telling you scholars have dedicated their lives فاحنا we're questioning this whole that's an entire institution in and of itself would you question the architect who's design, designed your house? Or do you trust him enough to design your house in a, in a professional way? Professional. If we question all these different professions, wouldn't life be miserable? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't question my doctors. I wouldn't question the engineer. يعني, some things, خلاص نحترم the institution that's there. Oh, medicine is an institution engineering school is an institution would allah he would ensure that a significant portion of it is preserved for us taban sah he would preserve it so there is this element of trust and that's why yani el eeman daiman ehna 'andana all of the pillars of iman, that all six are umur ghaybiyyah, sahih wala la? Al-iman billahi wa mala'ikatihi wa kutubi wa rusulihi wal yawm al-akhir wal qadar khayrihi wa sharrihi. All six are unseen aspects of our of our belief, sahih wala la? If we've we question these that means in a mufi blind faith. We are required to have that blind faith. And in fact, Quraysh they believed in Allah by the way. وَلَا إِنْ سَأَلْتَهُمْ مَنْ خَلَقَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ يقولون اللَّهُ they, would, they believed in Allah as the Creator. But who did they reject? The Prophet Muhammad Why? Again, we talked about it. Ego issues, power, discrimination, love of dunya. They didn't want to lose control. But there's another aspect of, of them rejecting. They didn't want to be wrong. One of the biggest signs of ego is when you want to be right all the time. One of the arguments they had against the Prophet was that are you, are you saying that our parents taught us the wrong deen? Are you saying that our ancestors were wrong? This was a, like an insult which they couldn't handle. إن our belief system, our parents' belief system, our grandparents, كلنا غلط. Winter sah. But this is at the core of ego, right? To be right and to not accept enough fishaqs is giving you the truth. But I think we've covered this point enough. Any any other doubts about this? No? Okay. Now another beautiful question: if the Prophet was alive today, how would he preach and preach the message? How would he treat people? Like for example. One of the questions was, would he be against technological advancement? What do you think the answer for that would be? Of course not. Yani عندنا بدأ الوحي بدأ اقرأ, right? It's an invitation from Allah to us, or a command actually, to read, to educate yourself, to seek knowledge, to make uh, advancement in humanity, to ease things for humanity, to solve problems. all of these. Technological advances are great leaps for humanity. But at the same time, the deen gives us certain parameters within which this technological advancement happens. So, a smartphone, for example, is a tool. Right? It's, a, it's a very powerful gift. It's an amazing invention of, of human beings. But how we use it? Do we have parameters around that? If you use it to display video games and... and uh, look at all sorts of shameless things online all day that 's all you do with it then are you are you using it to, to the best of your abilities la it 's how you use the tool um, is facebook a bad thing no it 's a tool it's it 's a tool to connect people to each other it 's how we use it it 's how we make use of technology that that matters more Wasallam um, wouldn 't be against technology We looked at the golden age of Islam, how many technological advancements happen in the field of medicine, in the field of astronomy, in the field of physics, and mathematics, and those are the real fruits of our deen, is that real pure advancement happens that benefits humanity, doesn't harm it. But what happens when you have advancement along with no values, what happens to, to society? Exactly, society gets corrupted, you have uh, pollution on Earth, and then a global warming, we have greed takes over l-nas, right? And then you have industries that come out that don't care about your health, they don't care about the well-being of the human being. They don't care about peace or any of that. it's all about money and profitability. But that's that's where technological advancement can sometimes be dangerous, when there are no values, there are no spiritual guidelines in place. Does that make sense? How would the Prophet treat other religious uh, people, Al-Budin, Hindus, Christians? Do you think he would like or he would uh, you know warn them of the hellfire? But he would be very accommodating. Extremely nice. Yani, I don't know if you know this. We'll study it later on, but there was a group of uh, Christians that visited the Prophet in Medina, Fil Masjid Nabawi, and they stayed there for m- many days inside the Masjid, and the Prophet allowed them to practice their Deen. Fil Masjid Nabawi, and he hosted them as guests, and he was extremely nice to them. Um, the Prophet signed so many treaties with the Jews and the Christian. He signed, يعني, لهم, يعني, it wasn't about you either follow me or I kill you. لا, لا. لا there is no compulsion in religion, it's a very standard ayah of the Quran. We cannot force anyone to accept the deen. Did he invite non Muslims to Islam? Yeah, he sent letters to different kings of that time. But it's up to them. شَاءَ وَمَنْ شَاءَ But just because we have different religions doesn't mean we can't live together. وتعرفون هاي فكرة إسلام Islam takes it a step further. تسمعون عن and tolerance between religions, صح لا? means I don't kill you, you don't kill me. We exist together. It's a pretty shallow term if you think about it, right? We coexist. That's the only reason we coexist is because I'm not killing you; you're not killing me. I'm allowing you to live; you're allowing me to live. We're allowing each other to exist. It's a very, very shallow term. The Quranic term in Surah Al-Hujurat is "Inna min wa Untha wa Shuuban wa li." It's a step further. تعرف means to get to know each other on a deep level, to talk to one another, to have dialogue, to visit each other's homes and to have meals together and to invite them over and to... تعرف It's an exchange of ideas. You listen to them, they listen to you, you understand them, they understand you. شنو كلم أحلى تعايش ولا تعرف What's a deeper term? Ta'aruf. Quran is uh, very very beautiful in the choice of words Fa- another point there was there are no, vi- no more visual miracles for Yani the Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa there is no Musa the splitting of the sea there is no splitting of the moon that's going to happen but how is he going to convince them what, what do you think Hey, hmm? How would he preach How would he convince people That this deen is the al-haq By, by leading life by example Exactly leading by example but Through his character Through the, the beauty of his heart And we have numerous examples Of how people Accepted Islam just by the character Of the Prophet By how kind he was by how gentle he was, by how compassionate he was and merciful he was. basically Every day he would walk out from his home, a lady would throw garbage on him. And he would just walk away. One day he was walking out and there's no garbage thrown on him. And he asks about her. But he goes and visits her. And ask about her. Well, she saw this. Uh, she saw his rahmah and his care for someone who showed so much hatred and resentment. That's how much he cared. Aslamat. So many examples of that. ف... he had the miracle of the Quran. Now, is the Quran نفس اللي كان موجود قبل 1400 سنة? Is it the same Quran? Yeah. Does it have the same impact on us? I would say it depends. It can have the same impact, but it depends on what. Yalla, Very good. It depends on the state of your heart. Depend. al-qulub fīhā Think of it like veils, like peels of the onion. There's veils. Min al with the noob, What happens to our hearts? They become veiled. And when they become veiled, does Quran the, can the light of the Quran penetrate through the veils into your heart? you know, it depends on the state of your heart the the more careful you are the more taqwa you have the more um, the more serious you are about purifying your heart the higher the chances of the Quran impacting your heart and guiding you does that make sense? purifying the heart is it something that we have Uh, control over you can work on it it. but if you have the intention Allah of course you take one step to Allah he takes 10 steps towards you you know but the Quran can definitely play a significant role in uh, in its barakah and its nur but also in terms of intellect the Quran is not just a book that speaks to the heart it's also a book that speaks to the mind but what have we done to the quran have we taken it seriously well is it sitting on our shelves with all sorts of dust on it now ah shuraykum al haba hasab al-insan nas alaqatum qawiya bil-qor'an finnas hajro al-qor'an and the prophet will complain about such people ya rab inna qawmi takhadu hadha al Qur'an mahjura he will complain in these people they have this treasure but they have deserted it it's just sitting on the shelves. It's, it's being read Friday to Friday, Ramadan to Ramadan, and it's, it's being read for Barakah, it's being read when people die. Best who out there is making an attempt to understand this book and to do tlidabbar of this book with the intention of understanding the message of the Quran, with the atten- intention of seeking guidance from Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la directly with no filters? لأ؟ لأ ف... it's an open invitation. 40 <تصفيق> exactly exactly ف so what you're saying is قرآن وفي نور just by recitation لكل حرف and there is بركة and there is نور but also intellectually it will satisfy all your answers all your questions Allah will answer them they're all answered Then it is is al haq but it depends is it a priority in our lives or not um someone could argue yeah but the Quran is in the Arabic Quranic it's very difficult it's very cryptic we can't understand it what would you say exactly Allah repeats this ayah multiple times in Surah Al-Qamar that we have made the Quran easy for those who make an attempt to study it who who give it time and um Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, Plus, tara, يعني, again, very important point. Al Quran, fi ayat muhkamat, very clear, black and white. Might be like tafsir, fan, cryptic abilities to decipher the message. No, very clear. Allah is one. Worship Him. Attach yourself to akhirah, not dunya. Be beware of shaitan, He's your enemy. Very clear. And then you have ayat mutashabihat. Fa fi muhkamat, very clear ayat, fi mutashabihat. Vague and cryptic uh, ayah that can be interpreted in many ways, and they they have their own beauty. So even if you read a translation, my journey, I I started with an English translation of the Quran. English was a stronger uh, language than Arabic. ومو it Quran in translation. Right not? Then it answered their questions. But the Qur'an can guide you even through a translation. لأن العالم translator who has translated the Qur'an ترى there's barakah in their work. They've dedicated their life to translate the word of Allah. Don't you think Allah will, will guide through the translation also people to this book? But there's you name it any language in the world today you have a translation of it. Mafi, There's no language on earth in which Braille. Braille. There is Quran in Braille It's there ف... يعني... You seek it, you will find it If the Prophet was alive, would he emphasize on Salah and Saum and Zakat and Hajj? What do you think? Or will he say, no, nah, we, we needed it for ayam Al-Jahliye but now you've modern and you don't need these things. Let's, let's get one thing straight. Salah, Salm, Zaka, Al-Hajj. Does Allah need any of this? No, we need it. It's for us. It's, exact, it's, it's for us. Salah is for us. We need it. Rasulullah Sallam, at the time of Salah, he said, Bilal, let will go to it, Bilal. Today, you know, we, we hear about things like meditation and mindfulness and, and breath work and all of that. then the human beings realise they need they need a break from life. Life is tough, man. Life is difficult, life is challenging. Kilyom, there is a punch being thrown at you from somewhere. Whether it's a financial difficulty, whether it's health, whether it's relationship relationships, whether it's an earthquake somewhere in the world. Allah may Allah make it easy for them and may He accept all of those who passed away as shuhada' straight one-way ticket to Jannah inshallah in the highest levels of Jannah then uh, the one who dies uh, الهدم, in, in destruction and, uh, and according to the hadith they're shuhada' ف... life is tough and And so human beings need that break, they need that peace. Salah is that five daily prayer ritual that will give you that break from life where you renew your intention, where you redirect your focus to Allah and to remember that you're the slave and He is the Rabb and that you need guidance on Surat al-Mustaqeem and you need to bow down to Him to put your ego in place, you need to do sajda to put your mind to the ground and you need to remind yourself, in the Shahadatain, and the Ashadun La ilaha Muhammad Rasulullah. You need to remember Ibrahim in your Salah, the father of Tawheed. All these meanings, as alaykum wa rahmatullah, As-salamu alaykum wa meanings of peace repeated over and over again in Salah, it's the most optimal meditation. It's the most optimal form of peace and tranquility and. And redirection, and focus, and concentration. There's so many secrets of salah. Siam nafsishay. Today, you look at any successful book. How to be successful in health? How to be successful in uh, money? How to be successful in marriage? The number one thing that you'll find in common in all these books trust me, I've spent 20 years studying self-development. The number one thing that's in common is perseverance and grit and uh, discipline. Sah What is siyam? Self-discipline. If you cannot discipline yourself, ba'as-salama, maafi success. And so Allah put a system, perfect system to discipline the self, to be able to say no to temptations, to be able to uh, put on the brakes when you can and you have these reins you're riding a horse and you have reins in your hand you control yourself and the one who doesn't have self-control it's like an animal it's like you're riding an animal and the animal decides where you're going the horse decides where you're going you have no braking mechanism you have no control and then you have problems in society like rape and domestic violence and, and, and burglary and wars and all sorts of unethical practices and inhumane practices and injustice then el insan ma anda self control ma yقدر يتحكم في الجرييد ma yقدر يتحكم في الشهوات then you have problems like addiction and all sorts of things sah wala la yurid Allah bikum al-yusr Allah says wala yurid bikum al-usr remember that Allah wants ease for us he doesn't want difficulty for us you read Allah and you Ankum. Allah wants to lift your burdens. He wants to lighten up your burdens. You read Allah and you Allah wants to purify you. Who doesn't want to be purified? في أحد هني purified. شو نعكس purification? Shuna نعكس Tahir. نجس رجس خبيث. Allah came. Very simple Allah is pure He is Al-Quddus How can you get close to Allah who is pure If you are impure Impossible but Our motivation to become pure Our motivation to purify our hearts And our actions And our choices What we consume How we use our tongue The language we speak it's all coming from our intention to get closer to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Purity is a beautiful thing. For all worship matters, كلها لصالحنا كلها for our benefit. It's for our betterment. It's for society's good. And inshallah, we look at a slide about this. Another example was عن. السنّing، ذا uh, الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم موجود اليوم. ها شون بتعامل مع الناس اللي يعني يرتكبون ال, uh, الحرام؟ فاirst we أن درجات للحرام، صح ولا لا؟ في درجات يعني في كل للسيئات نفس الدرجة؟ شيء كبائر. Exactly. في شيء اسمه كبائر. يعني someone going to the club ناس uh, شخص قاعد يقتل في الناس؟ طبعا لا في درجات يعني. You know? and, uh, لكم تعرفون قصة الشخص اللي دخل المسجد النبوي وكان عزكم الله يتبول في المسجد How did the Sahaba react to this action? They got terrified وقاموا يعني يصرخون عليه him around الرسول قال دعوه Leave him alone, let him finish relieving himself تخيلوا المشهد he told the Sahaba to step back let him finish urinating in the masjid. ما يخلص؟ وبعدين على قال له يا فلان this masjid is a pure place. What you're doing is an impure act. Next time please do it in the designated place. شوفوا الرفق واللين How gentle the Prophet ﷺ was. الرأفة والرحمة we live in a society where we judge people all the time for the smallest actions. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala al-qaida wa bani Adam Allah has honored all the children of Adam. Every human being is honored. Killa al Yes, their actions may be impure, but does it mean anna fulan gari irtikab action that's impure? And huwa impure? La tabhaan في 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 that can be every one of us has a seed when it's watered it can transform you أكبر أعداء الدين كان من أبو learn we'll study in Sira. he, he eventually became a muslim when you enter Islam, all your previous sins, shisulfiyom. Control I'll delete. or empty trash. Gone forever. Rasulullah <laughs> was not judgmental at all. He was extremely kind, extremely gentle. Oh, when we talk about someone who is good. Define a good person. Sahib, la sahib, to define. Yani, how do we how do we measure goodness, sahib? If I just put down some, um, uh, there are basic human values that make someone good. مثلًا الصدق, الأمانة, kindness, generosity. صح let's say all human beings share the same values. Saying thank you. Saying sorry, being kind to the elderly, being gentle with the young, with the young. <laughs> but someone who practices human values and the elements of goodness, but is he completely good? Hell, Allah has rights also. Hmm. Does Allah have rights? Yeah, he has the right. He has the right to be worshipped. He has the right, and he's a رَبُّ. if someone asks you why do I need to believe in God, the answer simply is because he deserves to be worshipped. Because he created me, he is my sustainer. He is my provider. Who is رَبُّ? Who is الرَّزْاقُ? Who al Hafiz the al He He's the king. He deserves to be worshipped. And then with that comes all the elements of obedience. صح? He is the authority, he deserves to be obeyed. He deserve- he's the king, he deserves to be obeyed, he's the king. عيب. عيب to say Allah is the king, but I am my own authority. It's disrespect, mm-hmm. I'll be my own authority. I don't need Allah to be my authority. I'll do, I, it's my life. i live the way I want to live my life. على يومنا كانت في it's my life. مر من لحق Yeah, it's your life. But who gave this life to you? Allah gave this life to you. And Allah can take, away, take it away like that. And so, out of gratitude, you obey Allah, and you fulfill that right of the, of God for belief, worship. Uh, rights rights of, of fellow human beings. Rights. يعني, your human beings have a right upon you. Like Allah has a right upon you. Human beings have a right upon you. Parents. مثلا. Birr al Respect. And uh, love and, and accompanying them. and Not cutting ties, مثلا. Cutting ties. I... You can't, we can't cut family ties. My wife has rights upon me. I have rights upon my wife. I have to fulfill those rights. Uh, our deen has specific guidelines on what these rights are. employer, Does my employee have rights upon me? Am I violating his rights? will I be questioned yeah. for you have you have a human being who is smiling who's nice who's good. thank you but is his goodness complete or is it missing you guys get the point here any sort of volume injustice uh, oppression uh, stealing money Using power to, you know, oppress them. That need to be fulfilled. And then there's حقوق and what, the right, what are the rights of the self? Drinking water. مثلا, drinking pure things, uh, taking care of your body. Being clean. Being clean hygiene, big one, Tahara. When you start studying Fiqh, the first Baab of Fiqh is Baab Al-Tahara Cleanliness, Hygiene Al-Nazafah Min Al-Iman Taking care of your body, taking care of your mind That's why intoxicants are haram, why? You need to take care of this amana, this gift, this intellect The person who violates the rights of the self, the Qur'an calls it لنفسه, And then you have rights of even animals and plants and how you slaughter مثلا في المسجد الحرام ممنوع بعض الأشياء, cutting trees But there's so many different uh, aspects to goodness What am I trying to say here? Society has the definition of a good person, but Allah has given us a deeper understanding of what it means to be a good person. And and the word for goodness in the Quran, who knows what it is? Yeah. Al bir, al bir. And in fact, I'll read an ayah to you. It's a beautiful ayah. It's called Ayat al Bir, the ayah of goodness. Uh, the Prophet Wasallam, uh, or Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la says, لَيْسَ الْبِرْ أَن تُوَلُّوا وُجُوهَكُمْ قِبْلَ الْمَشْرِقِ وَالْمَغْرِبِ Goodness is not that you pray towards the east or the west. What he's saying is it's not all of goodness. He says, وَلَكِنَّ الْبِرْ مَنْ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَالْمَلَائِكَةِ وَالْكِتَابِ وَالنَّبِيِّينَ وآتى المال على حبه يعني انفاق اوكي وآتى المال على حبه he loves money but he's giving it anyway وآتى المال على حبه من ذوي القربة family close people by the way في الصدقات الاولى is family close family relatives فمن ذوي القربة واليتامه orphans والمساكين people who are in need وابن السبيل someone who's passing by واسائلين those who ask for money وَفِي الرِّقَابِ And those who are stuck in debt. It doesn't stop here. وَأَقَامَ الصَّلَاةِ وَآتَ الزكاة. It doesn't stop here. وَالْمُفُونَ بِعَهْدِهِمْ إِذَا عَاهَدُ Those who fulfill their promises. وَالصَّابِرِينَ فِي الْبَأْسَاءِ وَالضَّرَأَ Those who when calamity befalls on them, they have patience. أُولَئِكَ الَّذِينَ صَدَقُوا وَأُولَئِكَ هُمُ الْمُتَّقُونَ ف... This is ayah number 177 of Al-Baqarah. Beautiful ayah. Sums up goodness. Lahatta how, like, all of these aspects are there. You take care of fellow human beings. You take care of yourself. You fulfill the rights of Allah. Kil şey That is Allah's definition of goodness. And that was the message of, of the Prophet Be a good human being. And my teacher, uh, may Allah have mercy on him, kan he says A good human being is a good Muslim And a good Muslim is a good human being What does that mean?
1: If you're
0: doing Islam In the right way then you're a good human Yeah And و- a good human being is not a good Muslim مستحيل. And a good and Islam That's what it is It's the same thing It's a very, very deep statement. Very simple, but very deep. You can't be a a true Muslim if you're not good. You can't be good if you're not a true Muslim. Very, very powerful. Can you be a a true Muslim
1: and not know it? Because I've seen people that literally
0: walk like they're Muslims and they don't know it. Mm, We're coming to that. It's one of the questions. People who are very connected to God, very good. How would the Prophet, if he was alive today, how would how would he? Uh, what would he do with these people? Uh, we'll come to that. Sarah, so we're still in the questions. I hope you're not getting bored, Yani. Is this is this important? Is it useful? Yeah. لحين يعني لنا سيرة باقي exactly. number three, beautiful question. It's so. It comes from such a innocent heart, you know. Is it okay just to follow the basics of Islam and just do the bare minimum just to get to Jannah without doing all the extra stuff? <laughs> Hello, cute so Allah. Huh? Of course Tarafi Arabi Fi Arabi exactly the same question. Ya Rasulullah If I pray and if I fast and if I just if i just pray al faraid and i just fast ramadan and i just pay zakah and i just do hajj once will i enter jannah rasul allah shnu gallah of course fa yani aham shay eh aham shay faraid al faraid just do your basics and with condition yani go advanced tara kull wahed la yani darajat of uh, hunger and desire to to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sah <laughs> yani some of us in, in our school grades we we're okay with the c i was okay with the b مثلا some of us la illa a plus lazim aw a ida a minus niz'al fa it's fine they're all good Inshallah, ma fi f, Tara. Inshallah, ma f, and we're coming to that. There's gonna be no failures. Akilina, Inshallah, passing. Inshallah. But then I think there's the other
1: side of this as well, where you follow all these basics, but yeah, yani, you can pray and you can fast and you can do all of
0: the salah and the sef, but then you lie and you feel. صح. Yeah. But there's there's an explanation behind where that. Does that صح. Again, Yani the Prophet was being very gentle. I'm trying to get I'm trying to give you an idea of how gentle the Prophet ﷺ was with someone with such a simple question. لَا! الصجو, دي... يعني, it was such a يعني, beautiful question. عليه, you know, uh, the Prophet ﷺ always would say, Yes Siru Make the deen easy, don't make it difficult. Step by step, gradually, you know. But let us know, the Meccan period, 13 years was, you know, all Iman and getting to know Allah and getting to know Akhira and dunya versus Akhira and the deception of this world and gratitude towards Allah. This was 13 years of tarbiyah and Tazkiya. بعدين later on القوانين haram بعدين الشرائع in the Medini period so yeah, go ahead do the bare minimum inshallah we're passing number 4 uh, i think we answered this question do we need religious sharia uh, law in this day and age it seems like it's too difficult to Shari'a must evolve with time, things that they needed back then in Jahiliyyah, maybe we don't need today. Jawabna su'al, sah? I'm going to go a bit technical and I think this slide is very important for all of us to at least go over once. Al-deen, al-ulama, they've kind of uh, explained it in such a beautiful way. By making us understand a concept called Maqasid al-shari'a. مقاصد al-shari'a and the objectives of the law. What's the objective behind the law? you memorize this and you share it. Your homework is to share it with all your family on Friday when they come over. Maqasid al-shari'a. Maqasid you know? Shari'a. Very good. There are five. Okay. They're all about حفظ. Notice preservation. All five maqasid is for hufth, it's for preservation. Number one, hufth al-deen. Number two, hufth al-haya, life, preservation of life. Number three, preservation of the mind, hufth al-aql. Number four, hufth al-nasil, or your lineage. Number five, hufth al-mal, your property and your assets and your wealth. Okay? Everything about the law is about preservation of one of these five. And I've actually listed them down in detail. But it's for you to understand how simple it is and how it all makes so much sense. Everything that's halal or haram or do or don't, there is a maqsad behind it. There's an objective behind it. And it's one of these five always. It's all about preserving your life, your religion, your mind, your lineage and your wealth. Now a question for you before we go proceed. Is it important to preserve your deen? Yeah. Is it important to preserve your life? Is it important to preserve your mind? Is it important to preserve your lineage and your family? and your? Is it important to preserve your wealth? مَقَاصِدْ yeah. And Allah wants the same for you. And so think of all of Sharia as a way to preserve this for you. Are you ready to go into it? شوي هاي slide, it's a bit uh, heavy, best bear with me, inshaAllah, okay? For all the do's, Salah, Quran, Sunnah, Dhikr, Dua, uh, Hajj, كل al Al-Iman Billah, is there, why? To preserve your Deen, to make it a priority in your life. And then things like Shirk, and black magic, and lying, and false witness, and superstition, and Kufr, all of these things are Haram, why? Because it's a threat to your deen and and why did i highlight shirk and black magic as in red can anyone guess haym al kabair exactly fi fi يسمونهم السبع الموبقات okay seven the, mubiqat the seven destroyers yani they they destroy you Shirk, associating partners with Allah, and then black magic, which is used to harm people. and Basically, you have to become a kafir and believe in shaitan, and then he'll give you superpowers where you can access the jinn and do all sorts of uh, voodoo stuff. It's disgusting, and you're going to have to do all sorts of very filthy things like writing the Quran with your urine and with blood. It's disgusting stuff preservation of life, eating healthy, fasting, eating halal meat that's slaughtered in the right way, cleanliness, hygiene, preservation of your life. صح ولا لا؟, لا. وشنو حرم؟ حرم القتل حرم. Even في ال uh, during war, like you're facing the enemy That's a threat for the entire uh, army. صح؟ these two are the big ones. And then, of course, suicide, abuse, violence, uh, forbidden foods like pork. There's not many foods. صرا. بس non-halal meat and pork. And smoking harms your life. But all of these things are no-no's. Why? لنا. He wants to preserve your life. And then you have for the mind, preservation of the mind, reading, iqra seeking knowledge. talabul سمعوا هذا الحديث طلب العلم فريضة على كل مسلم It's an obligation يعني المسلم مست... ما يصير مسلم جاهل ما يصير ما تركب يعني أول فيه بس again they're missing something big يعني أول آية نزلت اقرأ شون جاهل يعني وطبعا التفكر هاي من العبادات أيضا التأمل والتفكر and of course then intoxicants are gonna be haram, why? Because they mess up with the mind. صح? This includes alcohol, it includes all sorts of uh, stimulants and, and drugs and uh substances. و... يقول, drugs help me become more creative. Why وهي... Allah there are benefits in it and there is a sin in it. I'm not intoxicants are not beneficial, they have benefit in them but there is a sin وإثمهما أكبر من نفعهما Allah said clear Hi, min from the ayat of the law there is benefit and there is sin sin is greater than the benefit خلاص, full stop إن شاء الله الكل يدخل الجنة قلنا هاي مخلصين من الموضوع قلنا حبة حبة فإذا شخص عنده معاصي وذنوب هاي إن شاء الله يعني هاي again is it red intoxicant is it is it a red one لا هاي من الشهوات و and then again يعني أبيكم تفهمون شيء شنو أكبر عند الله ظلم النفس ولا ظلم الآخرين so what do you think <تصفيق> يعني واحد يشرب واحد يشرب وواحد يقتل اكبر يعني <تصفيق> بالضبط exactly, exactly. فبتلاحظون السبع الموبقات كلهم it's about violating the rights of others بينما المعاصي والذنوب والشهوات وهاي it messes you up inside, it messes up your hearts it messes up your uh, spirituality, and you become veiled, and you become blinded. We're not saying it's... go ahead and do it, exactly. It can lead to other things, so that's why he said, and for many of the fawahish, he says, Fetch tenibu. You know, like stay away. Don't even go near. then when you go near, it leads to al Shaitan. Zina? Stay away. Zina, what does Zina mean for those who don't know? Sexual, Sexual relations with not your spouse, not someone who you're married to. F- moving on. Preservation of your lineage. This is also very important for family structure, for um, marriage, مثلا Dressing modestly Respecting parents Raising children وطبعا قطع الرحم وهي الأمور Is from the محرمات Adultery فاحشة مثل ما قلنا Fornication and adultery uh, Mockery Spying Backbiting هاي كلها من الأمور اللي يعني تأثر في, في النسل بس أكبرهم شنو False accusations of chast women specifically there's one of the destroyers is when you accuse an innocent chaste woman واحدة innocent واحدة pure you accuse her of fahisha or adultery or إشاعة, that's not true about an innocent woman this is min al especially when it comes to women it's very sensitive it can destroy her entire career or her reputation Huh? yeah, yeah, of course Uh, preservation of wealth that's why we have zakat, charity inheritance, law and then things that are haram like riba and stealing from orphans these two are kabair and then of course, stealing, gambling, cheating, can we talk about riba? bribes, uh, haram income. Yeah, we can talk about riba. Um, what do you want to talk about? I, I, I heard, mm-hmm. I don't know, that like every
1: bank in our country does riba. So we're all doing
0: riba. صح. And the Prophet uh, predicted this. And this is one of the miracles of the Prophet. And uh, there will come a time where all of us, even if we don't engage in riba, we will be... Uh, feeling the, the dust, riba will touch us. Why? Because of the Central banking system of the world uh, if, uh, Again, there is a big network of central banks in the world most of which are all of which are based on riba and bas fi alhamdulillah in the recent history there was an ijtihad up to up to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says taqullaha allah said what? taqullaha I try to obey allah as, as much as you can ijtihad uh, islamic banking space is there it's a beautiful thing it's a good thing it's an attempt does it mean Islamic banking is 100% white and pure? No. Is it black? La, Is it in the gray area? Yes. Is it going towards white? Does it have the intention to go towards white? Yes, but it's not black and white. Alhamdulillah, we live in a time where like, we have options. You have an option. You have conventional banks. You have Islamic banks. We don't have an excuse. and an option. ف, go for the Islamic bank, cancel your conventional bank uh, accounts. و... People will say it's the same thing. You get a loan from a conventional bank versus Islamic bank. سيارة سيارة, بيت بيت, it's the same thing. Allah recorded this argument in the Quran. Allah says that people will say, They will say that trade is like riba. And Allah says, right after that, He says, Allah made trade permissible and riba haram. And what do Islamic banks do? In بترو... يا... the end, trade. a bank and at a markup. You buy a bank you own after leasing it. ف... Contractually, there is a difference between the earth the both. When I give the example of um, two couples, then living together, one is married, one is not. Both couples have children, and you know they have a family. But one has no contractual marriage uh, engagement. Withani fi عقد زواج في نكاح في witnesses. Externally, both look the same, or no? Hundred percent the same. you know The contract. But the contract is extremely important. And that's a fundamental difference between Islamic banks and conventional banks. Uh, that's, that was a short answer. Yani bas, the ayat of riba are scary in the Quran. Yani, those who engage in riba, Allah says, فَأَذَنُوا بِحَرْبٍ مِنَ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ If you engage in riba, then it's like you're declaring war. Allah and the Prophet has declared war against you. You know, it's a scary And Allah hasn't used this kind of language anywhere else.. Why is it such severe language? Then for Allah, poverty is a, is a very big يعني, issue. This separation between the rich and the poor or the rich taking advantage of the poor. this is a huge crime. That's why it's one of the right? And look at the world today. Do we see that divide or no? Bil- billions of people living in the under the line of poverty yeah. exactly. exactly yes exactly. exactly exactly yes 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 sure yes. 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 yes 100% in crises uh yeah. Those big banks, who multinational banks and and institutions, they they profit. Al al small investors, who you know, people lose their homes, they lose their jobs. Uh, it's it's very sad. For so for Allah, this is a big deal. For so
1: realistically speaking, what is the definition of Tawaa?
0: again, you can do a simple search on google, uh, youtube, the uh, between uh, riba and uh, or definition of riba fee. Why the uh, technicalities but it's basically taking advantage of uh, people by charging interest on on
1: uh, in exchange for time value of money exactly yeah. I'm becoming
0: more poor than all I'm giving. I'm, I'm paying
1: more than I'm
0: supposed to. For in Nihay, the end, the nook of whether it's trading, whether in order buying the car and then it to you, in- Nihay, outcome, it's it. the outcome so so sa- yeah. yeah. sa- Meta- the white area? <administration> And yalla, عليتكم Allah uh, You have a question? Yeah,
1: please.
0: So yeah, the question is: the The question is: even putting your money in a conventional bank is it considered red? Is it considered consuming the Answer: short answer is yes. You're contributing towards it. باتر و <تصفيق> اي 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 it's it's تسوى in the red. I don't wanna take the risk.
1: <تصفيق>
0: okay, <بديت جمعية>. <تصفيق> اي <تصفيق> اي اي have
1: مثل ما قلت لكم <تصفيق> yeah,
0: helping each other.
1: ماشي اسمهودية
0: ما أدري الشيء ترى هي يعني Islamicly Islamic banks have conventional الفرق في contract الفرق في contract the المضاربة والوكالة والمرابحة again I don't wanna go into technicalities بس الفرق في الكونتركت ذس از مور هالو ذن ذس اي فتق الله ما استطعتم اي وود وانت تو بلاي اس سيف اس ممكن اي dont want to take risks يعني امام الله عندي جواب اذا سالني فهد فلوسك وين خليتها بقول له يلا يعني ما كان عندي الا هاي البنك الاسلامي وهاي الربوي وقالوا لي العلماء ان هاي بنك الإسلامي but they met Sharia board, they scholars. But so you do as best as you can. I don't want to mess with the red areas. It's too risky. I don't want to mess with the red areas. It's too risky. the I no way, way your I do Think of solutions, and uh, now is the time. Uh, there's this whole thing of uh, crypto and decentralized finance, and you uh, you can actually make a difference now. Lenna, Kilchegai is still decentralized. Read about this decentralized finance. The whole movement is in that they want to democratize finance. in finance my uh, in the control of the central banks Or big corporations Or the IMF Or the World Bank no, It's decentralized man. Everything is power for the people basically so You go on the DeFi Set up a a plat- set up a, a company or whatever That helps solve this problem Now it's more possible than ever before And uh, I know people who are working in this space Smart contracts Amazing stuff going on Fa, ف... yalla. طبعاً gambling has become very common. للأسف يعني I hear it very casually. بدأت the World Cup. فلان قاعد يعني... يراهن على وذي... Apparently it's become very common. فا, I do حتى يعني in, in... In, like some uh, entertainment halls like for kids. You have like i slot machines with Italy. by luck you win and you get tickets. So just be careful of these small things.
1: Then,
0: uh, stocks, uh, foreign exchange the no stocks. Inshallah, the debt structure. Again, I wanna... No, there are there are stocks. Investing in stocks, there are best But you can invest in stocks. You can invest in foreign currency. Short answer. Best fee specific guidelines. Another very cute question. Why do we feel guilty and not worthy when we study the seerah? Because we're, no, we're, not, not, going, going, we're <laughs> not doing the right thing. The reason I'm sharing this question, they're so real and they're so yeah relevant. لا, and we're complete losers. But what I want to say here and pay attention to this. The objective of studying Seerah is not to make you feel bad of how far away you are from there. It's a motivation, number one. Number two, It's a في ال, في ال, uh, الاخرة, there's going to be three kind of groups: uh, the right people, the people the the ones who aim for the A plus. when we're studying the of course, we're Beshar, Yani, we're studying more A plus Yani. A plus 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 but Of course it's gonna be overwhelming. It's gonna sound like impossible for you to imitate and to copy and to be like the Prophet and to follow him completely. Because it will seem like it's difficult and impossible. But remember one thing, Yani. The Prophet did tell us that there will come a time where holding on to the deen will be like holding on to a piece of coal that's burning. And we're living in those times. Right? And another hadith that Islam started as a strange religion. And there will come a time where it will become strange. People who are religious will become strange. They'll become weird, literally. I would translate to strange. As weird. And a beautiful uh, tree in paradise for the ghuraba, for the strangers. The standard changes. And as the standard for being from the sabiqun during the time the Prophet was here, standard for us غير الحين but it's not on the same uh, playing field if you know what i mean يعني اليوم 2023 you won't have to do as much i'm good inshallah do you guys get what i'm saying يعني golf there's this handicap system ما تعرفون وايت صعب لكم إذا ما تعرفون. basically okay. what it means is in a... من فيكم يلعب بادل؟ بادل، Okay, في بطولات بادل تصير. What's really nice about the paddle scene is in when the tournament's it's not just one category وخلاص. لا في category D, في category C وفي B وفي A. But the pros play in the A. And uh, really good but not pro. Be If فكل واحد يشارك على مستوى اللي يناسبه. Okay. I think of level A paddle players as Sahaba or Rasul. They're competing at that level. The one who wins category A gets the trophy for category A. We think of 2023 as category D. إحنا قاعد نلعب على مستوى ضعيف جدا. But we're still competing at our low level, and the ones who win the trophy in category D, they they are also considered a sabiqun for that level. one level for all level And so you still have a chance. Your your standard is lower. Your expectation, the expectation Allah from from has from you are lower. Rahmatan mina he knows it's difficult. Lena he knows that the times are different. Does it make sense What I'm trying to say But you don't have to feel guilty Don't compare yourself To That You get inspired And you seek Best Of course The objective is not to feel guilty Bil Um Our deen is Easy And it's Meant to be taken Gently And lightly And step by step And uh, With patience And we will fall And then we get back up And we'll fall and we get back up. And we will all sin. Uh, The Prophet said, All of the children of Adam are sinful. And the best of the sinful are those who repent constantly. But we fall, we get back up. How do we get back up? Tawbah. Istighfar. Getting back on the bike. Like my teacher always says islam is not about riding the bike and staying on the bike islam is about getting back off the bike right after you fall yes yeah good question about toba if we if we make toba sincerely and then we fall back into the same sin can we do toba again of course baba toba muftuh and uh, you can do it over and over and over again. Ask Allah to remove that, to give you the strength to remove that thing from your heart. And one day it will be removed, inshaAllah. You know, it takes time. Best, stay persistent. Don't, shaitan, his number one goal is to make you lose hope in Allah's mercy. But Allah says, قُلْ يَا عِبَادِيَ أَسْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ لَا تَقْنَطُوا Allah tells the Prophet to tell us, don't ever lose hope in the mercy of Allah. Allah will forgive all your sins. Allah is forgiving and merciful. In another ayah, Allah says ما يفعل الله بعذابكم إن شكرتم Like, why would Allah want to punish you if you if you are grateful and you believe? باب Al-Tawbah Allah Rahman, Allah And uh, any kind of sins you do, Al-Azaab and the and the nar of it is actually the suffering you go through in this world for your own wrongdoing. Allah might become if you suffer difficulty and and pain in life. Fakil shayh maharram, kil shayh makrooh is there because Allah loves you and He wants you to live a beautiful life. Uh, he wants you to live a life of ease and peace. All sorts of isharats uh, in the Quran for Naar and Adab. It's there because Allah doesn't want you to suffer. That's kind of like me telling Abdullah, Abdullah if you don't do your homework no PlayStation. And if you didn't do his homework and I like right now Abdullah Sah you're grounded from PlayStation for how many weeks one month he's grounded for one month from playstation is that a punishment it's a big yeah punishment. it's a big punishment <laughs> 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 huge right um but, uh, do i love abdallah or do i like of course i love him can i punish him even though i love him yeah is it for his benefit i hope so i hope you learn from it inshallah because I, I, I don't want you to not play playstation but that's the only thing that you love that i can take away to make you not repeat the mistake you understand ah <laughs> habibi <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> yes please it how can you just between you and allah it's that's, you don't even have to say anything yeah any I don't want to call them shurut, but it's just etiquettes of tawbah. Number one, to feel bad. Number two, to make a commitment to not, not repeat it again. You know? Um number three to stop doing it. Things like that, yeah, basics. Just it's a it's it's a sorry to Allah. Ya Allah, I'm sorry. Uh guilt, ma'am. Self-sabotage and prolonging the... We don't, we're, not, we're not stuck in the past. As Muslims, we move on. We're very forward-looking. Okay? The difference between like people,
1: like if I did wrong to you, you, and I apologize to you, it might take you a lot of time to forgive me. Just with Allah, like if you
0: just say, I'm sorry, exactly. it's an like instant. Instant. Mistake. And Allah is waiting for you to. Yeah, in fact, Allah in one place He says, "Wataab Allah alaihim like Allah is actually making it easy for you to do tawbah to Him so that He can do tawbah to you. You know, like it's yeah, it. Allah yhab tawabin wa Of course, He loves them. Fa, Allah loves those who. Yeah, think of it this way, right? Allah loves the tawabin. من التوابين أصلاً the sinful ones. So what is that? Like if you A equals B and B equals C, A equals C. Allah loves the sinful, literally. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? I'm going to go do sins and do Allah loves the sinful. I have a question. I heard this thing once in the childhood that Muslims
1: are not going to Ashan
0: Yani to do sins. Is this true? Yes, we'll, we'll come to that It's coming We'll come to that Yes The slide that passed? Yeah, go ahead, ask Okay This one? Yeah.
1: When I was in university, I had a
0: teacher that was teaching a class on Islam and Fawaz. And she was a Muslim and then a child. Remember, once she said Islam is religion, and I believed it. But I found it confused. Is it not interpreted? Good question. So is the Quran an interpreted religion or not? Yeah, so very good, very good question. So we kind of answered this when I told you about muhkamat and mutashabihat. So there are two types of verses in the Quran. Muhkamat are clear, black and white ayat, bilisan Arabic mubeen, Allah says, clear language uh, that don't need any interpretation. It's just clear, right? And then there's mutashabihat, which are vague. They have some sort of cryptic beauty in them, and they can be interpreted different ways. So ف... when it comes to basics there's no room for interpretation خلاص, it's done You know. as for متشابهات, yes there's room for interpretation but very important point here Allah says that people who have diseases in their heart زيغن, the people who have corrupt intention and they have disease in the heart they follow the vague ابتغاء to cause uh, doubt and, yeah, and confusion. تأويلها, and they try to interpret it. And Allah says, Only Allah knows the true interpretation of those mutashabihat ayat. As for those who have sound knowledge, العلم, What do they say? كلٌّ من عند الله. Everything, all of these Qur'an is from Allah. We follow what is clear. Whatever is vague, we say, "Allahu alam." We don't waste time in the vague ayat. Like for example, Ar-Rahmanu على Al Arshistawa, Allah Rahman, settled on the throne. It's a mutashabih ayah like what is the throne? How did Allah do istiwa? So like this happened in history like at one point, one point in Islamic history scholars started debating this which was a big fitna. Another fitna was was the Quran created or not? Again, questions like this, to get there. يعني. Allah won't ask you about these things. Allah will ask you, were you a good person? Did you fulfill al العباد? Did you fulfill حقوق Allah? Were you a good human being? Did you fulfill al Nafs? Were you good to your mother? Were you good to your husband? Did you help the poor? Did you consume رباء? تعفين الشيء تذي ف- Let's be practical. Our deen is very practical. We don't want to be philosophical in our approach. Make sense? Yes, thank you. Welcome. So, um, how will God, uh, question number six, how will God judge non-Muslims? The, the short answer is, Allah knows best. Allah is the judge. And Allah is rahman al-Rahim, and He is al-Hakim. And He is the most wise. It's none of my business to sit here with a blanket in this weather or I should try or I should go on the fire on the fire on the the it's none of my business ف- mind my own business يعني, the prophet says da'a ma ya reebuk ila ma la ya leave what is of none of your business mind your own business basically khalilnaas fihaalhum idai lahim Rasa his manhaj was always praying for the enemies, hatta. al that caused him to bleed. His feet were bleeding literally. And nobody accepted his message and they all ridiculed him and made fun of him. When he left the city, two angels came down and they told him, Ya Rasulullah, just give us the green light, we will crush this city. In front of your eyes, we'll crush them. But the Prophet ﷺ chose to make dua for them and he said, No. I will make dua for them. Perhaps out of their yani lineage will come a people who will start becoming believers. And indeed that happened in his lifetime. The people of Taif they became Muslims many many years later. But he always chose to make dua for his enemies and for the Kufar and Makan La'an. He wouldn't say Allahumma al-an-fulan, wa al-allan, wa al-qawm al-fulan, Fa, la'na. Is it their fault that they're non-Muslims, that they're born into a non-Muslim religion? Tab'an Allah no, it's not their fault. Has Allah given them a mind to think? Yes. Um, if they're sincerely seeking guidance, will Allah guide them? Yes, 100%. Yes, 100% okay allah is, يعني, uh, again allah al hadi he guides whoever wants to seek guidance inshallah hua, يعني, i remember once sheikh ahmed didat allah Arhamah, he once gave us the example of this um, tribe in the middle of the jungle then yani don't have internet okay they used to worship a god yani god uh, in their language they used to call him the one with no holes and subhanallah bil fitrah, that is that is exactly what as samad means one of the meanings of As-Samad is the one with no holes then a holes is a sign of weakness it's a sign of need holes means i need to eat holes means i need to relieve myself of what i ate holes is a sign of uh, shahwa and look at all the holes in our body right they're all weaknesses in us and allah is the one who is complete he has no holes He is in need of nothing he is fulfilled we have needs we we're we're like fuqara allah is al-ghani for they reach the truth without without even hearing a single verse of the quran and without hearing about the seerah and they thought with, uh, with a pure mind subhanallah we are not here to judge Allah knows better what his people are going through and perhaps we as Muslims we need to level up our game in terms of representing this deen in a better way so that we can set an example for these non-Muslims with our actions, with our character with our um, Islam, <laughs> historically, it spread in Asia through what, through the sword, through what, through trade. Then the Muslims back then used to do trade, and they used to travel to Asia, but akhlaq were on a different level, the level of honesty, the level of integrity they had, the kindness. Just from their people, all of Asia. Pretty much became Muslim, billions of people today, just from trade, no preaching, the message, nothing, just just being an honest person, being integrity. I remember when I heard this like many years ago, it's like yani blew my mind, صراحة. I'll never forget it. Abdullah, Are you listening or no? Okay I'm going to ask you about this later okay. Umar ibn Khattab when he was a khalifa, he was sitting in his house and uh, there was a candle on and he was doing some work. Someone knocked on the door and he asked who it is, it was a person who, he asked him what do you need? He said, I want to discuss with you a personal matter. Okay. Umar ibn Khattab allowed him to come in, he sat down. And the Khalifa, he took this candle, blew it, and he took out another candle, put it on the table, and lit it up. And he discussed the personal matter with this man. And they finished. And as the man was leaving, he asked the Khalifa of the Muslims, Ya Amir al-Mu'mineen, thank you for your time, but I'm just wondering, how the candle movement? He said that before this man came, the Khalifa was working on something that had to do with the Ummah. He was working on some something that had to deal with the affairs of the Ummah and the Treasury and Baytul Maal and and this candle was also bought from Baytul Mal. So it wasn't his personal candle, it was a property of the people. He would use the, the public candle for public work. But the moment the man came in, he wanted to seek a public matter or a private matter. He, he, he uh, felt that this was wrong for him to use the public candle for a private matter. And so he took out his personal candle out to discuss a personal matter. 그런데, 그러니까, aí, in our day and age, that would be like using the work printer for printing your kids' uh, homework still have
1: power
0: bank so like, why don't you just charge it in the come... Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly that's, that's the weirdness we're talking about this is the strangeness that people will think you're strange for not using the work phone to make a, a personal call. you know. But that is that is taqwa on a on a different level. Yeah. But this is what this kind of character is. Now we're we're going to يعني أخلاق محمدية. You know, hi, hi. this is beyond in Insaniya. Do you guys agree or no? Mm-hmm. This is akhlaq Muhammad. This is the difference. al The Prophet was sent to complete akhlaq So akhlaq were there before, but he perfected them. Another question was, why Chinese or Aztecs or know, They're not mentioned in the Qur'an. This is an ayah that Allah refers to, in Surah Al-Ma'idah, يقول الله سبحانه وتعالى إِنَّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَالَّذِينَ هَادُوا وَالصَّابِئُونَ Nasara. From all of these. مَنْ آمَنَ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَعَمِلَ صَالِحًا فَلَا خَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا هُمْ يَحْزَنُونَ Whoever from any of these religions, he lives in Allah on the last day and does good deeds, there is no fear upon them and there shall be no sadness upon them In another aya in Surah Al-Baqarah Inna allatheena amanu wal latheena hadu wan nasara was sabeein man amana billahi wal yawm al-akhir wa amila salihan falahum ajruhum inda rabbihim wa la khawfun alayhim It's such a yani beautiful and relieving ayah, sah? It teaches us that we are yani by names of religions we don't need to get involved and judge. Allah is the one who will judge. Why clear examples of how there will be from amongst the other religions people who are following the true path, those who follow the true Deen. Okay, well, they categorize the Chinese, or Buddhists, as al Sabi'in here. But there is mention of these, Now, this question also I loved. What does it mean to love God and his Messenger? Yani, a lot of people think that it, it, it's just limited to the person of the Prophet For example, I don't the name of the but there are people they follow the appearance of the Prophet like to the dot. In have to the the and and the you know, before the prayer, and they the and like they've taken his appearance and, and imitating and following his appearance to the, the highest level possible. And are these mentioned in the hadith? Yes, they're mentioned. These, uh, what he used to wear and how he used to dress and how he used to look. But even though they appear to be dressed like the Prophet ﷺ, ف... it's very i think it's an important question to emphasize in era when we talk about loving Allah حب حب النبي النبي. yes part of it we're not saying dressing like him or uh, appearing like him why it's not it's it's bad do it if you prefer yani it's not must it's not a must best في أمور أولى في priorities، القيم، الأخلاق، the teachings, the Sharia, the law. What Allah loves, what Allah doesn't love. شنو خبيث، شنو طيب. What will get you closer to Allah? What will take you farther away from Allah? وهاي هاي الأسئلة اللي الصحابة كانوا يسألونه. يعني once said to رسول, the Prophet sallam, يعني give me some advice. Gala, طول السجود Malik. Prolong your sajda. And another sahabi came to him, asked for advice. He says La taqdab. Don't get angry. yeah, I know that. Give me another advice. Gala, La taqdab. And he repeated that three times. But he used to give different advices to different people based on their personality, their situation. And the Prophet, of course. Uh, was very close to them. We, we describe how he had this ilm al farasa He would be able to tell exactly what this person wanted. By loving the Prophet, loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's about the teachings. It's about following the teachings and loving and being obsessed with those teachings. And of course, loving the, the person of the Prophet and longing to see him and longing to drink from his blessed hands. When we enter Jannah, inshaAllah, the Prophet one of the first things you'll do is the Prophet will make you drink from Al-Hawd, which is like a, a lake or like some sort of spring in Jannah. You will drink literally from his hands. One by one. You'll drink from that. And after that, the Prophet said that, You will never ever feel thirsty ever again. It will quench your thirst forever. Do we look forward to that? Absolutely. Do you look forward to hugging the Prophet? Absolutely. You know? But it's not just imitating his looks and not following his teachings. It's, it's, it's following him completely, you know? Does that make sense? And I think we'll end with this, the mercy of the Shafa'ah. Shuna Shafa'ah? It's intercession basically. In the, in the, it's a very long hadith, but basically all the prophets were given uh, one wish, that if they ask for it, it will be fulfilled. Wukilla and they asked for the wish in their lifetime. The Prophet was the only one who said to to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, my wish, I won't use it now. I'll save it for (laughs) Yom al Yom And so what is that wish? Is that he will ask for shafa'ah for all of us. And there's gonna be seven levels of shafa'ah, seven types of shafa'ah. One will be for all of humanity. The Prophet will will seek intercession and plead for all of humanity. He will say, Ummati, Ummati. And the Prophet um, and Allah will grant him that. Then the Ummah is not just limited to Muslims, it's all of humanity. Then he was sent to all of humanity. And then another one for the Muslims who followed him, the drinking from the river, Mithamagilna, that's another type of shafa'ah. There's a shafa'ah for Ahlul kabair he says in another hadith the people of al kabair All those criminals they have a special shafa'ah for the Prophet to save them from al-adhab and then of course His ummah will be saved from the hellfire and, and then there will come also a group of people who will uh, be in the hellfire being purified and the Prophet will go to Allah and plead for them and Allah will give him the green light to take out all of those who have even an atom's weight of Iman. Even just the slightest bit of Iman, slightest bit of someone la ilaha illallah. If they've ever just believed that for even a second, la ilaha illallah, they will be saved from the, from the purification. Notice I said purification and the hellfire is a purification. He talks about the Munafiq and how they were in the like. Tark al Asfal? Of the hellfire? Yes. And that they would stay there forever. Yeah. The yeah. So, again, that's just the Prophet wa warning us. Sometimes that language is used to emphasize the crime of being a Munafiq. It's worse than al-kafir, is openly wadah, you know, I i don't believe, but al-munafiq is يعني, two-faced, or, you know, they lie, كذب, when they speak they lie, أخلف, when they make a promise, they break the promise, أخان, they can't trust them, they're very very tricky people, who Yani they conspired against the Prophet, along with the Jews who the Mushrikun of Mecca, tried to kill him, spread all sorts of rumors, we'll study all of this inshallah. And then he also have, has a special Shafa'ah for 70,000 of, of the people of the Hellfire. And, Allah, and Allah, he will tell Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah sab'in And so Allah told him, fine, for every thousand I'll give you 70 more. Which means, and if you do the math, seventy thousand times seventy, that's four point nine million people. Higher than the one before. And of course, "Inna Inna min ahabakum ilayya wa aqrabakum minni majdlessan يوم القيامة إحصاء حسنكم أخلاقن." But just by being people of good character, Inshallah, we can be neighbors. That's another type of shafa, Being a neighbor of the Prophet ﷺ. You imagine? Neighbor of the Prophet ﷺ. Neighbor get to see him every day and and just to summarize this idea and we came from pure souls from alam alastu isamuna where Allah asked us alastu rabbikum am I not your master and we all agreed we all bear witness we bear witness Bala shahidna we bear witness and so we are pure souls and we all go back to Allah subhanahu in paradise and Allah created us for Jannah. But Jannah is pure. And so we have to be pure to get there. Allah gave us this test of this life, this dunya. And He gave us free will, but He gave us guidance. He sent us books and messengers to teach us how to purify ourselves. But we have only 70, 80, 90 years, maybe less, maybe more. To to figure this out, to, to be aware of this, to wake up to realize this is dunya as, as a deception, and to wake up and to work on purifying ourselves as much as we can. Istighfar, Tawbah, Ramadan, Qur'an, uh, Qiyam al-Layl, Al-Ashir al-Awakhir, Siyam Yawm Arafah, Siyam Ashura. There are so many opportunities that Allah gives us to purify, 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 purify. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, He in the day, 100 times, 70 times to 100 times. Get your istighfar word, guys. It's a chance. Yeah, the world. purify, 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 purify. Why? Because it's Moment you die, it's a breeze. You skip through the next three stages. But يعني, if we don't purify ourselves as much, then we need purification. And to get back to Allah, we need to be purified. Inna lillahi <laughs> wa inna We belong to Allah, and we will return to Him. But to return to them, we need to be purified. Then, Ajn is a pure place, and Allah is pure. And so, if we don't work enough in this life, there is a sense of urgency in the Quran, right? Is there a sense of urgency in the teaching of the Prophet? Yes. Why? Because Allah wants us to make the best use of this life. Then, there's only one life. Taramafi, multiple lives, or infinity lives, or uh, what do they call that term? Past life, or huh? No, afterlife fi habibi, there are not multiple lives. There's a word for it. تناسخ الارواح وما شي سمونا. In- reincarnation, ما في هالحكي These are wishful whims and desires of the insan اللي يعني keeps delaying, keeps having false hopes من الشيطان, من لعب ابليس. There is only one life. If we don't work on purifying ourselves, we need to go to the next stage to get purified, اللي هو البرزخ. Al-qabr. That's where you get to adab al qabr. And hopefully, inshallah, if you get purified, if dunya wasn't enough for you to be purified, inshallah, the grave is. And then you go straight to Jannah. But if, you, if, the, if you've done so much wrong in this life, and dunya kfaya you went through trials and difficulties and tribulations in life to purify, but you didn't learn the lesson. You go through purification in the grave. You're gonna to have to go through the torment of the day of judgment and the wait and the torment of just waiting for your accountability and the sweat and the heat and the the fear. And then Hatta, even if that wasn't enough, then there's certain people who will have to go through the hellfire as adab. And adab comes from ad which means uh, purification. ma'an an adbiani, pure pure water. Why? Because that's the only way you're gonna make it to Jannah after the purification. But none of us wants to go through the purification of hellfire. ولا But we have an opportunity. We have a gift—the gift of life. من so We have a, we have an opportunity to make this life beautiful. To make the best of this. Does it mean you'll have no challenges in life? No, no you'll have extreme challenges. Uh, we will surely test you with a bit of We will test you for sure with fear and hunger and loss of wealth and loss of people and fruits Give good news to those who are patient Those who truly believe that they will return to Allah so with that we conclude, Abdullah has a question? Yeah. What I was saying after life, after the afterlife, I had a question and When you die, uh, your soul
1: leaves your body Yeah. goes like
0: this. Eh lah, habib it's good imagination. Uh, uh huh? Hey <laughs> what you a ruh the ruh goes it doesn't go to Jannah, it goes to the grave. Sorry, your body goes to the grave the and the ruh has is in this dimension called Barzakh uh, between uh, this world and the next world. But for the good people that's uh, that period the barzakh will be an experience of jannah it won't be jannah but it will be so amazing like jannah and yani you'll have a window through which you can see your palace in jannah you will have vip service it's going to be nice and beautiful and and big and uh, a lot of amazing things will happen it will be very quick and yani for the believers the barzakh will be like a short nap between zhuhr and asr like a small siesta huh <laughs> will be a breeze for the Yani. You'll, you'll race through the sirat and all of this. You won't have to wait. You'll be under shade. You'll have VIP service under the shade of Allah. Don't think of uh, And we'll all have to pass through the hellfire. Surah Maryam. Every single one of us will have to see it. To appreciate. You can't appreciate Jannah if you don't see the hellfire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'll uh, you'll walk over it, in the Surat and this, uh it's not supposed to be uh a fearful experience. It's supposed to make you feel grateful of uh what you were saved from, you know? And it's like a reward for all the hard work you did in this in this dunya. في عذاب القبر وأشياء يعني حياة وشغلات that. و... بس... نا... We don't ها كومنتادات
1: نه؟ عذاب
0: القبر و... hey, موجود موجود في وايد عن العذاب و... people who things like um, people who don't wipe their themselves and clean themselves after using the bathroom هاي it's a big one ترى um, one of the signs that the prophet will recognize you as his follower is is that you, يعني the places of wudu for you will shine like light. wudu and tahara is very very important that's why tahara is uh, very important to study no mo shakh on exactly ايه. ايه روحك روحك. it won't go into someone else's body وهذه. بتصير عفسة لأن الله سبحانه وتعالى يقول ولا ولا تزروا وزارة وزر أخرى يعني كل واحد accountable for himself إذا روحي راحت في جسم ثاني وذاك كم يقتل في الناس مني تحاسب ومن ذي you know like بتصير عفسة السالفة يعني uh, it's like sitting in for someone else's exam يعني فكل واحد فينا will يوم لا تملك نفس لنفس شيئا ما حد ثاني بيقعد مكان فلان وكل واحد فينا بروحه فنسأل الله ان يعني يهدينا في الدنيا وان شاء الله نتطهر ونتزكى وعلى طول رويسي في الجنة ان شاء الله نعم. اللي ان شاء الله ان شاء الله كلنا اي نعم ان شاء الله ان شاء الله كلنا اي نعم yes of course if you want to some people ان انا يبتلون like Terrible families, you wouldn't want to see them. But what is Yeah, spouse, it's a good thing. It's a good It's It's an option. But speaking of spouse, the Jamal will on a different level. Yeah, there will be no flaws. We'll all be 33 years old. Height will be perfect. And يعني, unlike this world where like, يعني, when you see your spouse مع الوقت spouse every look will get better than the one before يعني we see our spouses will be more and more attracted اللذة, it just keeps increasing when you eat a mango, every bite will taste better than the one before it and it just gets better and better and better and better there's no end to pleasure yani and there is no fights with spouses there is no arguments there is no uh sadness so uh, ma fi bathroom ma fi taab ma no ma there is no uh getting lost there is ma, ma fi ma fi anger in your bodies or- in your bodies yes soul and body together inshallah you will experience fully yes abdullah so again, that's mentioned in the hadith. You don't have to. You wanna? What do you cho- choose to be? No, but like, is it like
1: when
0: you go you and be there? Yeah, you'd be there, inshallah. But th- why? Why is it, why is thirty three the number? The they say they say it's Allah. Allah knows best. I mean, wouldn't Allah know the know. best for you? And if someone's age
1: at thirty three, you'll be the
0: best. Yeah, it's it's like the. Again, Allah, Allah knows what's best for you. Habibi. But if you're 33 and you don't like it, you want to be 40, you can tell Allah He'll make you 40. If you want to be 10, He can make you 10. Allah says, okay, Allah. Can you, do you can do anything you want, Habibi. Anything.
1: But not
0: PlayStation. <laughs> there will be PlayStation, yeah. Inshallah. You can actually play with Ronaldo and Messi in the same team and like be the best player and score goals. If they come, if
1: they
0: come. you like whole planet? Yeah, anything Habibi, anything. Planet, abi, a jungle in your palace, you want uh, to go snowing, you want to fly. Yeah, anything. But, but why would you want to be a baby with a mind like a Habibi? And, yeah. yeah, you can experiment, do whatever, literally. It's like, a, it's like a multiverse with anything you want, you can do, inshallah. Okay, Habibi? You have fun. But in this life, you work hard. Life is serious. Take it seriously. Be pure, be good. Yeah, it's a test. It's no joke. You know. Yes, you can have time to play, but most of the time you're serious. You are uh, aware of shaitan. He's your enemy. He's going to trick you. He's gonna, he wants you to burn in hell. Allah wants you to pass easily. Sorry, yes.
1: Why, when Shaitan was an angel, yeah. why did become so evil and so weird, and weird?
0: Okay, so the question is when Shaitan was an angel, why did he become so evil? So, correction, I, Habibi. I know one thing. He saw
1: Adam yeah. and all the angels were bound to him. Yes. But why became, like, I know sometimes you're jealous sometimes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so good question, Habibi. Very good question. First of all, correction. Uh, Shaitan was not an angel, he was from the jinn. Okay? But he was hanging around with the angels because he was very good. But um, he had ego issues, Habibi. He didn't want to do sajda. Many people today they don't pray, they don't want to do sajda. They say, I don't need to do sajda. I can just, uh, you know, just, I love Allah. Allah's in my heart and I love Him. I don't need to do sajda. Why did Allah make- it was a test. It was a plan. Allah has the plan. He had to create an you enemy. Can't live a world of then life would be, bo- be. Then it. what's the point of Jannah then, Habibi? If life was, there was no Shaytan. There's no test. There's no point of Jannah, right? Yeah. So um, Adam was not on Earth. Correction, they weren't on Earth; right? they were in some place in Jannah. But so Adam, after Adam and Hawa ate from the tree, they, and then they came down to the Earth. Yeah, you know, as a test. Yeah, So they were still in Jannah. Thank you. Welcome, Habib. Yes. If you want to. Yeah. Whatever you want lahum yasha'una fiha wa ladayna you will have in it and you do in it whatever you want and Allah will give you more and more of that barakallahu feekum jazakumullahu khair. subhanaka wa bihamdik nashhadu an la ilaha illa ant nastaghfiruka atuubu ilayk assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh